Did you know, Caitlin, that the number one cause of problems that negatively impact a relationship, it's not sex, it's not money, and it's not infidelity, it is actually stress from our jobs. Yeah, I do know that. Good. <laughs> that is the end of our podcast. <laughs> This is Mind Your Employment, brought to you by Waikiki Society. This series will be on all podcast streaming platforms and on YouTube. So, James, today we are discussing whether different careers or types of employment can cause a strain on your relationship with your partner. Mm, okay. Hmm. Well, I guess it's important to stress that we aren't talking about the current climate, right? Because everyone is working no. from home, which is causing a lot of people strain due to kind of a concentrated amount of time together. Mm. Um, what we're actually looking at is kind of beyond that to what seems like a lifetime ago of this thing called normality and we're all you know potentially going to work or whatever it is that we do in our day and the strains that are caused by that and i think it's interesting because did you know caitlin that the number one cause of problems that negatively impact a relationship it's not sex it's not money and it's not infidelity it is actually stress from our jobs yeah i do know that <laughs> good <laughs> that is the end of our podcast <laughs> So, Caitlin, I've got a question for you. Yeah. What do you think the number one cause of strain in a relationship is? Ooh, sex? It's not. It's not sex. Really? It's infidelity? not money. It's not even infidelity. Oh, the wow. number one cause of stress in a relationship is actually because of our jobs. So it's crazy to think about, right? That yeah. your work is actually potentially the number one thing that is damaging your relationship with your significant other. Now, if it's not obvious to you whether your work might be the cause of problems and strains within your relationship, then here's a couple of signs that might be able to help you decide whether that is the case. So you're bringing your work home with you and it remains a focus during your time off. Yeah. That can cause quite a significant strain. You're becoming emotionally unavailable and less empathetic. You're mentally burnt out and you're probably not sleeping well either. And stress from the boardroom has made its way into the bedroom. And you don't have the energy to do things outside of the office, such as, you know, date nights, things like that. In the short term and on a daily basis, too much stress at work can actually result in things like bailing on plans with your significant other. You might get irritable and snap at them more easily for kind of the little things. Um, or even worse, you might actually take your stress out on them in a much more serious kind of way. Yeah. Now, if you're in a healthy relationship, your partner will often be kind of supportive um, and more than willing to kind of listen to your problems. The issue is that over time it can actually take its toll long term on that person. Yeah. But I just thought that was a really interesting statistic that actually the number one cause of issues in a relationship isn't anything that you would think about, it's work stress. Certainly an interesting point, especially with those signs, because I've seen it in real life. You see mm. it in yourself, I've done it before where like, not that I lashed out on someone, but you bring sometimes you do bring work stress you know mm -hmm. uh, your workload home and it's it's commonly done but if i were to think of other factors that contribute to relationship strains in regards to work and not just work alone but environment of the work or the type of work the person does i was mm. i would be thinking how about different environments for example 
a how about a role in a corporate environment or mm. local environment um different educational ex- institutes at different levels um or if someone was just working at home you know these varying environments inclusive of like the military or official positions can all have yeah. an impact in that sort of fa- um relationship strains Definitely. It's interesting actually you mentioned the military because um, I think a lot of the time with emergency services and militaries, you find that couples form kind of within it more so than Mm. necessarily in, you know, easy to work places, I guess, easy to work environments, um, because they understand the innate trauma that you may have to go through. And so there is that kind of instant connection in terms of um, identifiability, you relate to it because you also live it. Uh, And, and, you know, we also spend a lot of our time at work. So perhaps Mm -hmm. it's easier to find someone who's in the same kind of role and environment as you are because of that, you know, but I know people who specifically have it as a, um, as a hard kind of no, they will never date somebody if they do anything remotely close to what they do for a living, because Mm -hmm. they want the difference there. Um, So it's interesting, there's kind of both sides of that coin. Um, can come into play i think i stand for the idea of like not really a big fan of someone who's working as my own colleague be Mm. being in a relationship with them just because there's so many social impacts on it as well Mm. because i'm so worried about gossip or people intervening into that relationship or there's a lot of weight Mm -hmm. carried in between it so with that i also think different social groups is a huge factor as well what do you think? Okay. No, I think that's an interesting point, actually, because if you think of the kind of the Venn diagram, your friendship group, your hobbies and your interests, and you've got your partner's friendship groups and their hobbies and interests. Um, and if the two are permanently kind of detached and there's no kind of crossover at all, then yes, okay, you'll be incredibly independent and, and that's very healthy in a relationship to be independent, but yeah. you need something to tie yourselves together because if you're both spending 100% of your time doing your work in your work, do social groups in your other social groups, Groups pursuing your hobbies there's never any kind of relationship time no. um and that is as problematic as you know having a hundred percent overlap um yeah. where everything is integrated and mixed and, and there's never kind of any kind of separation there both extremes are probably uh, going to cause some negative impacts on a relationship and what really you're striving for is a sort of a, a kind of a healthy kind of blend in that kind of traditional Venn diagram style. So yeah, no, I definitely think social groups could play a factor into that. Consider having them having conflicting roles in contrasting areas of work. Now that this mm. is another factor that I think would contribute to the relationship strain, simply because it's quite different to environment. This is mm. actually you know the job person's okay. job. I mean, it's yeah. And actually the area of the sector area they work in. So they say, for instance, this may not apply to everyone. This just may apply to some, if not, hmm. if not only a few people. But if, say, for instance, you had different shift patterns and, you know, one person works a normal nine to five and the other person is a pilot and therefore works crazy hours, weird times. Yeah. And with that contrast, sometimes you kind of like miss out the, you know, spending time together, being in that relationship mm-hmm. together. Other factors which include under this conflicting roles or contrasting areas where one partner works in a fast paced environment and the other one works in a mm. slow paced environment. You know, the demands are different. Mm. What do you think about that? So 
Um, you know, research suggests that over half of employees work more than 40 hours a week. And that's associated with a kind of a range of problems. Now, not all couples where, where one or more of the partners works long hours um, report these kind of difficulties, but there have been a ton of studies across the board. Um, you know, CIPD have done a bunch, Laval, Cruter, um, they've all done studies into all of this kind of thing. This is a very well studied area um, yeah. of psychology. But effectively, the trends that come out from all of these different studies that do get reported by some couples who where one or both work very long hours, and they include things like increased strain on the relationship, oh, yeah. um, a breakup, a lot of arguing with their partner, guilt about not performing their share of domestic duties. They're working so much and for so long that they're not there to cook dinner for the family mm. because they're still in the office. So there's that to consider. Mm. It can actually have a negative impact on sex lives, the loss of or kind of reduced libido as a result of that due to work-related tiredness, just being so, so tired and exhausted, that that can have a negative impact. There's a negative impact on um, relationships with children at school age or younger. We talk about this a bit in the next episode, but actually, um, you know, not being there for your, you know, your kids sporting event or play or music yeah, recital or whatever certainly. it is because you're at work that can have a negative relationship impact that then grows bigger and bigger as you get to kind of, kind of older children who are kind of perhaps more aware that you're yeah. not around and that the reason is work which perhaps they don't necessarily agree with there's just a lot of dissatisfaction around that kind of that work-life balance and that leads to kind of increased family conflict and again you know increased depression stress related health problems, yeah. other kind of marital problems that perhaps leads to poor job performance and absenteeism. Yeah. Um, and then from the employer's side, what they're seeing is high staff turnover. So you normally find in high stress jobs, you get a high staff turnover. Mm -hmm. And that's because behind the scenes, the individual is probably going through one or more of all of those things that's leading them to get to the point where they're having to make the choice job or relationship. But what I have seen actually was really interesting. You know, I know people that specifically take the time out you know on their on their lunch break or whatever to just put a quick call into their partner check how they're doing check how their day's going you know it takes you know few minutes just to sort of touch base you know decide what they're gonna have for dinner whatever it might be um, but they do that every single day um, and consistently every single day and i think that's a really healthy way um you know it doesn't work for every couple some couples may not like that but but i think it's appreciated at least in that unit um, you know, as a way of managing the expectation when it comes to potential long working hours. It's really interesting that you mention um, when working long hours, it really impacts sex life and the loss mm. of or reduced libido because that also has a domino effect. In young couples or just couples in general, they want to start a family. You know, they want to start um, a family together. They want to move on with life, you know, and have probably pets and stuff like that. So the fact that like long working hours could reduce the chances of them having children or extending their family would mm -hmm. really do does really tear the relationship apart and more yeah. specifically and then i'm not going into details or anything but sex is such a crucial thing it's like mm. one of those things that you that that sort of behavior you can't explain but it's so important and highly valued mm. in a relationship because it yeah, takes that normal relationship of being best friends to that new level is that intimacy yeah. that people yeah. forget that they actually need and, and obviously this is not the podcast we're talking about intimacy but the importance of it 
weighs heavy just because mm-hmm. it leads to a family. It leads yeah. to you growing your relationship as a couple. And without it, and I'm not saying that sex is a must, but sex is important. No, there are certainly, I think, people out there that don't, you know, don't no. engage in such no. practices and they are more than happy in their relationships yeah, and, exactly. and that's works for them. Um, and similarly, you know, there are people out there that don't want kids, never have, never will. That's not no, anything exactly. to do with their future. And again, works for them, it's absolutely fine. But mm. for those who, who who do, you know, who do want sex, who, who do want children, yeah. then having that play a factor in why you're not progressing, yeah, that's where I can definitely see that strain and that pull, yeah. you know, starting to happen. Certainly. Another factor that I really want to speak about is the work pressure. And James mm. has mentioned this um, quite a lot in his examples, but not being able to deal with it, you know, the pressures and not having it be dispersed and dealt with at work and brought, be brought back into the relationship. The aggression, mm. the pr- uh, behaviours, the shortness, tiredness, any of these examples that has been caused by work pressure is so easily spilled over, not in just mm. the relationship, but mentally, physically. And that places the rela- such a strain on the relationship that sometimes you do things that y- people may regret and can never be taken back. Yeah. And that changes the dynamics of the relationship. What don't you think? The, especially no, spillover. Yeah, I think spillover is is such an interesting topic. Actually, that's um, yeah. I just want to take a trip down spillover lane, if you will, and <laughs> and talk about it in a little bit more detail. Because you know, work it during home hours or um, you know, the family and the friends of those who are using you know mobile technologies for their their work during non-working hours hmm. um, are seeing it so plainly and so visibly because it is so visible that actually work is now able to occupy non-working time in a way that perhaps it never has been able to before yeah. because you know before everyone was in you know cloud computing and, and on on mobile phones um for work related purposes um everything was contained to the office you would leave the office and that meant you had to leave work behind because there wasn't really a way of bringing it home short of a briefcase full of papers but now it's on our phone we can quickly you know so over accessible. dinner check our work email or yeah. respond to, um, you know to, to whatever and the, the negative spillover then from work-related mobile phone use um, has actually been linked to higher levels of distress um, and lower levels of kind of satisfaction within a family um, oh, wow. as in a 2005 study with Chesley and similarly um, someone else discovered in 2009 that flexible working you know what we normally lament as being this wonderful thing flexible mm. working um, may actually allow job to demands to penetrate further into the home domain um, particularly through technological chains, uh, oh, change wow. that means kind of individuals can actually work almost anywhere at any time so you know while we may uh, you know applaud flexible working because what a wonderful thing I can now do my work at 11 o'clock at night well what if 11 o'clock at night was supposed to be the time you sit down with your significant other and have a glass of wine um all of a sudden you're now not there you're not in that moment you're you're tapping away on your phone responding to bob in accounting um rather than you know actually being kind of present there in that moment so that kind of family work conflict is kind of really happening because the the work is now invading the home life um in a way that perhaps you know it never has done before 
Uh, yeah, it's really interesting. It's daunting to think that we don't have a switch off now. Mm. Um, especially now it's trialed and tested um during this whole pandemic where everyone has mm-hmm. at some point, or if you haven't, then it's a different story for you. But if you have had the chance or the opportunity to bring work home, there is no way of implementing a switch off because mm. everything is so easily accessible. Now that we've been given mobile phones by our um, you know, companies or employers um, to make sure that we kept on top of the tasks that we need to do, mm. keep us in check and balance. But the fact that now we're attached to a second mobile other than our personal ones, it yeah. increases the pressure of having to be stayed attached to work. And Definitely. it's daunting to think that you, no one has, I mean, you can switch your phones off, but then you have that sort of um, weird sort of behavior where you think you're missing out, you know, you're missing out that sort of notification that an email has come in or something mm. that has some relations to work that you need to deal with at that moment, because it's so readily accessible, it brings it ties in the factor that you may never want to come off of work despite the yeah. fact that you should be giving yourself rest time and more so importantly um you know time spent with your significant others um mm. and this leads to my point where you know where is the balance and how do we prioritize work slash professional life over our relationship vice versa so because mm. if you're bringing work home you've already prioritize work over your relationship if you're spending too much time at the office or at the event or on your desk where your computer and phone is um you're already putting your relationship um second and therefore actually you're not making time for it it's so easily done i i am one to be guilty of it i've done it so many times and no matter how how many times you say sorry you cannot buy back that time that you've actually lost because time is such a precious asset and honestly to balance it and these are something that i've learned along the ways of working um through this whole lockdown period is that try and you know devise a set amount of time Mm. of when you will and commit to it because obviously commitment is a huge part of it but you have to make sure that you do take some time out to spend that with your significant others because you're still Mm. even if you're in a relationship the building the whole dating part the whole being in that relationship doesn't stop because you're no. officially by name boyfriend and girlfriend or whatever partner relationship you're in you know fiance and fiance yeah. um whatever it is i won't devise but whatever it is make sure you give yourself that time to still remain in that building phase of your relationship and mm. and no matter how much how much stress you're receiving or how much pressure there is you can share it with them that's the point of a relationship mm-hmm. you know they may have a way to deal with that pressure and stress that you would have never thought about because you're so mm. co- purely concentrating and worry about this pressure and work pressure or stress you're having you know? and i think definitely you know be mindful you know we've talked about spillover 
Mm. Um, be, be mindful of crossover as well. Okay. So crossover happens when the work stress that you've brought home is starting to affect your partner. So the stress from your job is effectively crossing mm. over from yourself to a completely separate person. Mm. And researchers have actually found that long-term exposure to a burned out partner does increase your own level of burnout. Um, mm. It's an interactive process between two people. And the model, kind of the theory behind all this says that spillover will inevitably lead to crossover. That's very um, interesting. But spillover is contained within one person. You know, you are choosing to bring your work home and carry on working and stressing yourself out and burning out that way. Um, crossover, by definition, impacts other people within your um, you know, within your home life, within your relationships. And it's really interesting that actually a lot of this work family conflict happens because of spillover and crossover. crossover. Mm. And so just be mindful that if you are going to reach for your work phone um, and, you know, check an email during, you know, dinner, yeah. um, be mindful of the impact that has on your partner yeah. and how they're going to feel about that. If you've done that constantly and consistently, yeah. you know, every night for the past month um, and, and you've had conversations about it and them saying, you know, actually, do you know what, can we just have one dinner where it's just about us yeah. um, and the family and not about Bob and accounting and his numbers <laughs> crisis? I mean, if you think about it, they will appreciate that you're working hard. They will appreciate hmm. the fact that you're really busy and you've got so much work pressure and you do have to spend a lot of time at work that i don't think there's any been anyone who hasn't really been supportive of that part of the side. no no but it's, it's the about fact, balance yeah it's the fact that you need to reassure mm. them the same way they reassured you that yeah. you are willing to give up and shed some time so that you can still have this relationship that's on the long side with it and mm -hmm. And like, like I said earlier on, it's all about like being able to devise your time cleverly where you know you can switch off from work so mm -hmm. that you can give yourself a break. Because if your partner has an issue, you're most certainly going to have that crossover back onto yourself. And therefore, mm. there is a vicious cycle that you may be experiencing if you don't pay attention to it, if you don't address yeah, it straight away can and i think you know especially where you've made a promise you know yeah okay i promise today you know it's saturday the work phone is shut off it's in a drawer it's out of mm. the way it's outside of mine today is all about the family and then you know pesky bob from accounting calls up and says <laughs> hey got a problem you need to look at this right now and you go off and do it not only is your partner going to feel i guess lied to potentially um at the, mm. the most extreme sense because you've broken a promise you've broken a kind of a bond of trust there but this is if this is the 24th time that you've done that you know this year then you know there's going to be strains there's going to be arguments there's going to be heated conversation especially 100%. if um you know potentially there was something else on the line like a, a bigger family dinner or a, um you know a, a an event that one of the, your children is up to that perhaps now your partner has to go alone to that kind of embarrassment that they told you know that your appearance was going to be there and now not and they're making excuses for you and inevitably all of that is going to lead to kind of conflict it is very much as thanos said it needs to be perfectly balanced as all things should be <laughs> but on that note please do get involved with us you know bring some balance 
to our comment section and yeah. let us know what you think good and bad about work and how that interacts with your yeah. relationships and follow along with us as well at yq society we're on all social medias it's instagram it's youtube it's facebook and it's twitter all the links are in the description below and please let us know any suggestions how you guys deal with this sort of work pressure and stress from work and if you are currently going through this sort of you know work-life stress I really want to know like if you have had the conversation and is it easy to hear it from someone or give it to someone because it's so easy to give like tell someone they're doing something wrong but is it as easy to take it because we're all human but let us know we would love to hear from you see you then indeed and remember if bob from accounting calls you this weekend don't pick up take care everyone (laughs) sorry bob we love you (laughs) Take care. Do we? Do we love Bob? <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Bye. Take care.